Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs sell the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. All right, so today's episode. This is like not the most fun topic, but (laughs) it came requested by someone I know on Instagram, follower from Instagram. And they said, Lauren, I want to know, I would love to hear an episode about you talking about the hard stuff in business and the things that no one really talks about and the mistakes you've made and lessons you've learned and and just like hard things about business. And I think a lot of people outwardly show the good. They show the highlight reels. They show the successes, the wins. I think lately more people are talking about the hard stuff too, but I don't think it's talked about enough. And there's a lot of hard stuff about running a business, just like there's a lot of hard stuff about working in corporate America. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. It can be extremely challenging. And it definitely takes a certain type of person to persevere and push through and continue to run a business and want to run a business and have that mentality. So you know, I do a ton of in-person conversations. I like meaning I meet up with a lot of local entrepreneurs. And again, still, it's like, I still feel like it's not talked about enough, the hard stuff. And I think people just don't talk about the hard stuff enough because they don't want to come off negative. Don't want to make it seem like it's hard. I mean, also like as human beings, like why would you want to harp on the negative? But, you know, I'm here to talk about it because it's important and I know it's probably refreshing for someone, another entrepreneur like you listening in today to hear about these hard things and know, oh, okay, like (laughs) she's experienced that too. Great. So this is going to be the ugly, the cringeworthy, the self-deprecating. I'm not going to be afraid to harp on myself and times when things got hard and like it's okay to be mad at yourself, upset with yourself for decisions you make. But then you move on from it, you learn from it, and that's why we're here today. So I am not going to spare any details, not going to be ashamed of mistakes I made, and I'm going to share everything with you, both past and present. As you might know, I had a former business. It was a boutique marketing agency. I think a lot of my lessons learned were there. (laughs) But now I have a mentorship and consulting business, and I still go through hard times. I still experience tough situations. So I'm excited to talk about both because they are different. A lot of the issues I'm experiencing are are different either way. So first things first, I want to talk about hiring. You know, you see people around you or other entrepreneurs hiring help in their business. And not to mention, like, you're bombarded left and right with requests. I remember, like, the first time someone sent in a resume to me and I was like, whoa, they think we're officially official. They're sending in their resume for a full-time position. And this was a time when, like, I wasn't even hiring so contractors yet. So I was flattered, equally flattered, and also, like, oh gosh, like now what? Because I'm such a people pleaser. 
And I want to help other people. I want to work with other people. I never started a business to work alone. I knew I wanted a team in some capacity, whatever that looked like. And I love what it looks like today. I'll get into that later. But I knew at 21 years old, I didn't know everything. And so there was going to be a big power, big leg up in surrounding myself with support and hiring some contractors and, and working with other, you know, entrepreneurs. So I would say, you know, I I had my ups and downs with different contractors. I had one girl, oh my gosh, she like completely ghosted me on a project after I paid her and I had to pursue legal action. So that was fun. So I will say that there's definitely some hard times when it comes to hiring. There's personalities you're just not going to get along with. There's a lot of learning that has to be done to figure out like who, who are your people. There's some things in business that I just don't think there's solutions for. And I think especially in the online space and everything we see on social media and all the different types of people who specialize in different types of things, they make it seem like, yes, there's a solution for everything. But I also strongly, I strongly believe that there are some things you just need to figure out on your own. You know, like with what I do now with mentorship, I try and save people from a lot of the mistakes. But like I said, I really feel like some mistakes, some things you just have to learn for yourself to know, to know like who you are and to know how you operate and the direction you want your business to go, it can teach you a lot. So I wouldn't be afraid to make some mistakes, bootstrap, figure some things out on your own. I mean, that's what I had to do. I didn't, I wish I didn't have to bootstrap as much, but you know, here we are. So a couple years into my business, I was given some advice to hire an employee. And I was like, oh, that's terrifying. Why would I want to do that? If you don't know, there's a lot of like legal stuff that goes into hiring an employee. There's reemployment tax, um, at least here in the United States, at least in Florida. That's my experience. And there's like payroll to figure out. There's, there's a lot. There's benefits like contracts. It's very different than hiring a contractor or a subcontractor. So I, I had some help and guidance on this, but I should have, I think I should have, looking back now, I, I should have trusted my gut and not hired this person as an employee. I should have hired them as a contractor. And the issue was I wanted it so bad and it was so much work to get this person on my team as an employee that I didn't want to give up on them at like, like at all. And that's also just in my nature. Like I don't give up on people. I see the potential in people, but this person I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out what motivated her. She was in the sales position. So I mean, in sales, you have to be motivated by something and and you'll find, you know, when you hire subcontractors and you hire employees down the line, employees, and and you should know this too, as yourself as an individual, like we're all motivated to make money in a certain way, whether that's because it's money and you want material possessions, whether it's because you're motivated, not necessarily by money, but motivated by like your title and notoriety, you're motivated by financial freedom, like whatever that may be. This person I hired didn't necessarily have that. She didn't have to be motivated by anything because the situations in her life, I just, I don't know. I don't think it revolved around my, so it was really hard for me to figure out like how to keep this person motivated. And I I thought it was title. So I would try like, you know, promotions and I tried a lot with this person and I think I tried too much and too hard. And I, instead of just giving up, I was like, well, let me try this. Let me try that. And it created a very confusing environment, I think for both her and for myself. And at the end of the day, it didn't end well. And she left the company, but shortly after COVID hit and I completely pivoted the business, I sold the business and now I have very good time. So like at the end of the day, it's all fine and dandy, but I spent thousands 
of dollars on this person. And I can honestly say I did not see an ROI on it. And that's my own damn fault. And so what I really have to say with that is just be so careful who you hire and piggybacking off that, like another hard thing I dealt with was those two, around two years I hired this person, I was an unprofitable business. I don't talk about that much, which, you know, for tax reasons kind of works out really well because you don't have to pay anything, but then like you're not showing that you're turning a profit. And like Ashley from Pretty Penny Accounting, she mentioned this in a training I had (laughs) two weeks ago. She's like, the IRS literally defines an unprofitable unprofitable business as a hobby. So my business was a hobby, essentially, in the eyes of the IRS for two years. And like, that's not cute. Going into this this next point I want to make, and it's about money, is you really have to be obsessed with your finances. I've talked about this before. This was a mistake I made was not being obsessed with them. And now I'm like overly obsessed with them. I have money dates once a week or once a month. And I like, I took back over my books. I had an accountant and a bookkeeper doing all those things for me because I just thought like, oh, well, it's something I don't want to do. So let me just have someone else do it. And as a result, like I was relying on what was in my bank account to make financial decisions and not necessarily looking at budgets and profit and loss. And like these big words that are so scary are so important. I cannot stress enough, like any financial decision you make in your business needs to be backed by knowing what is going on in your books first. I will honestly endorse that to like my deathbed. (laughs) It is so important. And that was a mistake I made for so many and my business was not being obsessed with finances. And it wasn't until the last like two years that I really started to care. And it really started to make a difference in how I show up in my business, the financial decisions I make both personally and professionally. I mean, I'll get real raw and transparent here. I am 100% self-employed, not that raw and transparent, but Um, So I do things very strategically with my books. There's a lot of things I put through the business and I pay myself very little. And what that affords me is health insurance, right? I'm able to go on the Affordable Care Act um, for health insurance and pay, like get a subsidy and not have to pay a lot of money for health insurance, which is like so important for me. I'm pregnant right now. So like I'm always the doctor. I don't pay 600 a month for health insurance. I pay like a third of that. (laughs) And I'm just very strategic about knowing what I can and can't write off and what I can put through the business. And like, I feel like at this point I could be an accountant, but I'm not going to actually say that because I have mad respect for people who've gone to school for this, have the certifications. I manage my own books for the most part. And I have someone else do like the strategy and the filing and really help me like make it look really good in the eyes of the IRS. But like, it is important to get to this spot I'm in right now. If I can tell you anything, if you can take anything away from this podcast, it is that. So, I mean, that was hard. That was really hard for me. I lost thousands of dollars and that sucks. You know, like no one wants to say, oh, I had an unprofitable business there for a little bit. It was unprofitable for two years and now I understand why most businesses fail. I was able to turn it around and come back on top, praise be. And also just like to throw this out there, I don't accept support from people. I'm really like not a fan of that. I'm engaged to be married. My fiance and I keep our finances very separate. I have never been comfortable asking him for money. It's the same thing with my family. Like as soon as I could afford to be on my own, I think it was like, I think they officially cut off like my phone bill and my car insurance when I was 22, 21, 22. And like, I just haven't looked back. I don't ask for money. I don't take handouts. It's just, it like eats me. It eats my ego alive to, to, to get there. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. If you have people in your life who can support you and you're comfortable doing so, I'm not knocking it. But for me, financial independence is so, so, so important. And so I had like, I had no choice but to figure it out when I had those unprofitable years. I had no choice but to like pony up and keep going. And because I had no choice because I made it that way. I wasn't going to ask for help. That wasn't an option for me. 
So I had to keep fighting. I had to keep fighting through. And I'm still fighting through some struggles and dealing with some things, mistakes I've made from years past. And that's fine. It's part of being a business owner. It's not going to always be hunky-dory. There's always going to be an issue. And I've just kind of like mentally decided like those issues, okay, put them to the side, obviously deal with them, but like do not let it plague you. Keep pushing forward. Don't let it discourage you. Like that's been so important for my mental psyche and just for like having a successful business. So yeah, so those are some, those are some big ones, especially in my previous business. I would say another thing too is kind of like a hard left, like relationships and who you go into business with. I've made the mistake of totally bombing, tanking friendships by working with people. I'm a very, here we go, self-deprecating here. I'm hard-headed AF. I was that girl in college who took over on group projects. And like, if you weren't doing the right thing, like you would know. But also group projects suck. And I was just that person who pulled all the weight anyways. (laughs) I was that person in friends group who like, I guess people would consider the leader. And for a very long time in my life, prior to therapy and uh, a lot of things, I was very my way or the highway with anything, friendships, whatever. Like I had a hard time seeing through other people's eyes because I always thought what I thought was right. It's just some like harsh truth about myself. And so guess what? (laughs) That carried into business. So when I started my business and I would work with friends and I would always think, oh, it's it's like I'm, you know, without getting too deep on details, I'm right. (laughs) It's me. I'm right. My decisions, whatever. And and then I started therapy (laughs) and therapy helped. But I was still having issues working with people because here's the thing, working with people I knew, friends, people who were friends prior to business relationships. Here's the thing. When you go into these business relationships, tensions arise. I will say that being in a, a joint venture with two of my biz besties, Danielle and Maya from the last episode and from Smooth Scaling Club, if you've, you've probably heard me talk about it, they were business affiliates first and they've become, we have become a friendly but we all know how each other operate. And so we can come to meetings and come to the table when tensions arise and work through them. It's really hard to do that when you're friends with the person first, because there's an emotional connection there. I would even say like, you know, like working together in that capacity, but also like being paid, you know, like having a client who was a friend prior, that can be really hard because if you run into this person or you hang out with them outside of like what you're doing to work with them, I feel like it's just always this looming thing of like, oh, you owe me this or I owe you that. And it's something to do with whatever project you're working on. And it just gets kind of awky. (laughs) In these situations, I typically pass these projects off now. Like I will not work with my mom, my family. I will not work with, I'll do little things here and there for my fiance. Like I'll help him out with little projects here and there. But I will not engage in like a contractual business relationship with friends, family, people I know and deal with on a daily, weekly basis. I just won't do it anymore. I, I, I've lost quite a few, like, really, what I thought were solid friendships in my life over this. And that sucks. It sucks, too, because, like, I run into these people sometimes, and it's like, oh, you know, or we're just, like, affiliated through life things, and, and it just sucks. It makes things really awkward. And so for that reason, I just, like, don't recommend it. And I wish that I hadn't done it. And, you know, some things just aren't reversible. Things are said that you don't mean and they don't mean. And then the next thing you know, it's just like you've got this bad taste in your mouth. And you can't even be friendly with the person anymore because of business things. And I wish we could all be adults and move on and whatever. But that's hard for some people to do, I guess. But that's the thing about me. I am known to be hard-headed and have ways I like to do things. Gotten so much better about it. 
But for that reason, because I know this about myself, I recognize this within myself. I just don't go into business with family and friends anymore. I just don't. I hate the tension. I hate the awkwardness. It plagues me. It, like It's over my head at night when I'm going to sleep. And I just, I'm going to move on from this subject. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. That's been a very big struggle of mine for a while. All right. So tying this back into brand good time, because I'm sure you're dying to know, like, in this mentorship consulting phase of my business, what's been hard? What's sucked? Like, what am I struggling with there? I had a really successful initial launch when I launched my business. It's funny, when I launched, I thought I was going to be doing show it websites and selling show it templates and doing brand strategy sessions. And then I got turned on to the online world and how creative I could be there. And um, that's when things changed. (laughs) And I started working with a mentor, a coach, someone who had built a coaching business, because I believe that, you know, like I'm coming in here in this space as a mentor for people who want to build agencies and creative-based businesses and expand and grow creative-based businesses. But I had no idea how to run a coaching business. So I hired a coach. Cool. And she kind of guided me through my first launch as an online business, which was these like $97 strategy sessions for Black Friday. And I sold I sold out. I only wanted to sell 10 and I sold 13. And it was wildly successful. And I, you know, it was all fun and games. I was able to like work with some of those people in the future too. Like I still work with and associate with some of those same people from last October when I had these sessions. But then I had quite a few failed launches after that. And that sucked. That sucked because I think what sucked a lot with that is that I was like, really passionate about it. And I built programs I was really passionate about. And no one wanted them. And that can be so defeating. Because you know, your intentions are good. You know, you're intentions are pure. You know that you can really help people, but no one wants to buy into it. And there's a lot I could get into here, like sales strategies, marketing strategies. I could tell you all the mistakes I made. I know what they were, but that in itself can really shut down. Like that can really shut you down as a business owner and make you feel like you are worthless. (laughs) And having had a prior business having felt defeat through being ghosted proposal after proposal or being turned down. This was not an unfamiliar feeling to me. It was just a a feeling that was in a different space now. And I was, it didn't cause me to shut down because I knew that was a learning lesson. So that's kind of what I have to say about that is like, the times that you're going to go through that are going to defeat you like this and make you feel like, what am I doing? What the heck am I doing? And like, what, where do I go from here? I will say now in the mentorship side of things, that feeling has subsided a lot. I have very far and few like, why am I doing this? What am I doing moments now? And I feel like it's because in a sense, I've figured it out. I found my mojo. I found my secret sauce. I love camp. So I'm launching programs around like themed around that. But at the same time, it's about relationship building and networking and really like what caused my prior business to thrive instead of focusing on what I thought people wanted, which was marketing strategies and like quick fixes. I don't want to work with people who want quick fixes. And it took me a while to like, I think I knew that always, but it took me a while to like hone in on that and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's the that's the vibe I want to attract, you know, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. But it can be so defeating. It can be so defeating to not have a full roster of clients or get go sit on proposals, which is why I really emphasize relationship building and the sales cycle and like your current client base as your like, future revenue streams. 
I, I stress that so much, but this is this podcast is not about that. This podcast is about like what I really struggled with. I just want you to know, like, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone in having these feelings. I still feel them sometimes. Sometimes, like, what am I doing with this? I mean, my life's about to change dramatically. I'm having a kid in like, oh my god, four and a half months, and I'm sure I'm gonna have moments when I have when I'm super sleep deprived and not wanting to send another email or open Instagram or do anything. You know, like I'm sure I'm gonna have moments like what the F am I doing? And like, what is next for me? What is next for my business? How am I going to keep this afloat? I am like calling it right now. I'm sure those feelings are going to come up, but know that that's normal. And again, I, people just don't talk about this enough. They don't talk about the hard stuff enough. So when hard times arise, you start to think that that's not normal. I'm telling you it's normal. <laughs> Embrace those moments and like, let them challenge you. Let them be a moment of like, at a space of like, okay, what lesson can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? I kind of want to wrap this up because I mean, I could go on forever and this could be a 30 minute podcast. It probably already is, <laughs> but I want to wrap this up and I just want to remind you that business is hard. Why am I going to sit here and be like, it's easy. You do this quick fix. Try this. Eat that. <laughs> Hire this person to help you. Every decision you make in business has to be managed by you. Every decision. You have to be a part of it in some way, shape, or form. And that's what makes it hard. And that's why not every person is cut out to run a business. And that's okay. And if you are sitting there like, oh God, this is me. Like, I just don't think I'm cut out to do this. That is okay. Take a break. Go back to a corporate job. Or maybe if this is, if your business is your side hustle, put it on the shelf for a little bit. Hang it up. It's okay. Again, not everyone is cut out for this. And it does take, a certain person to, I mean, air quotes here, make it. And it's also just how much time and effort you want to put into it. I don't know if I'm going to want to, air quotes again, grind forever. You know, like I'm working 20 to 30 hours a week right now. Okay. But there's still an extent of like, I have to show up. Nothing will ever be super passive where I don't have to do anything. That's just not the reality of running a business. It's not. It's just not. (laughs) I wish I could stress that more. Like there will never be a time in your life where you only have to work five hours a week. I mean, maybe there will be, but, and if you, and if you get there, please hit me up because you are a unicorn. Your attention to your business is a forever thing. As long as you are a registered business making money, like your attention has to be there in some capacity. And that's just the reality of being an entrepreneur. And if you don't like that, if that, that idea doesn't sound great to you, then I can tell you you're not cut out for this. So anyways, I want to end this on a high note (laughs) because also running a business is extremely rewarding. And I just want to remind you of that. Like I get to go to bed every night knowing I get to wake up in the morning and set my own schedule and do my own thing. And like, that is so cool to me. And that outweighs a lot of the bad in my life. A lot of the bad with running a business is that it's, it's mine. At the end of the day, it is my business. And I just think that's so cool. So despite all the really bad things that happen, know that there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good involved there. I will say that one thing that really helps when you're an entrepreneur kind of doing things on your own, probably the reason you're listening to this podcast right now is support, is reassurance, is community, knowing that you're not alone in what you're dealing with. And that is a big reason why Danielle and Maya I mentioned earlier in this episode, that's a big reason why we created the Smooth Scaling Club. And our doors are open again. So excited. Send me a DM on Instagram. If you have heard about this and want to know more and all of that, I will also put a link in the show notes for the sales page so you can 
Uh, hear from the people who are already in the club. We opened doors officially three months ago uh, for the first time. We have a ton of trainings and resources and things that you get access to as soon as you join, which is so cool. But we created it to be this community so that people feel less alone, so that the mistakes you're making can maybe be less <laughs> or you're avoiding issues or you're getting feedback and support and uh, advice from other people who've gone through what you're what you're going through or dealing with some of the struggles you're dealing with. Or, you know, we have a lot of girls who post in the group asking for feedback on an offer or feedback on a client project. It's a really cool collaborative community. And on top of that, you get access to like trainings and resources on a monthly basis that we create and build around like your needs. So that's always exciting. <laughs> but yeah, so we open doors again. They close at the end of this month, July 2021. And yeah, you can find out more information in my show notes. And um, I really hope that today's episode was valuable to you, that you enjoyed hearing me talk about the really hard stuff. It's not easy to talk about. So I appreciate you listening through to the end here. And I'm sure I can draw up so many more things. But yeah, if this resonated with you, again, I think you should check out Smooth Scaling Club. Or if you want to talk more about any of these things I discussed, please send me a DM on Instagram at brandgoodtime. I'm totally here to talk about the hard stuff. Because again, I just feel like it's not talked about enough. But anyways, with that being said, I'm going to sign off. This is probably the longest podcast episode I've done. (laughs) I will have to confirm. But I'm really excited that this was a question that was brought up and that someone wanted to hear about it because I think it's valuable. I think it's valuable. I think it's great to hear from other entrepreneurs who are struggling too or who have struggled before and learn from them. So that being said, check out Smooth Scaling Club. And DM me on Instagram if you want to talk more about the hard stuff. (laughs) All right, guys, you have a good rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode.